This is the Courier Intel Podcast. I'm J.D. Mullane, columnist for the Bucks County Courier Times. And I'm Phil John Ficaro, columnist for the Intelligencer. Hi, J.D. Hey, Phil. Good morning. Uh, you know, you. just when you... Go, go ahead. No, I said good morning to you. Good morning. Buenos dias. Just when New Jerseyans thought things could not get any worse, Governor Phil Murphy dropped two more bombs this week. No one's going back to school, maybe not until next September. Then he extended the statewide lockdown for individuals, shelter in place, house arrest, call it what you want, for another 30 days through June 7th. Uh, even as cases of coronavirus decline in the state. It's his very special gift to the people of his state, I guess. The governor said he had to extend uh, the lockdown because uh, coronavirus deaths are increasing and have not abated to levels that he finds acceptable. So, Phil, that's a good topic to talk about. Um, At what point is this no longer about coronavirus and merely about, say, the unbridled power of a Goldman Sachs guy who's now <laughs> governor of the state, money and power. That's Phil Murphy to me. How do you see it? Um, you know, I think we've, we've reached a point where we need to start loosening these restrictions, at, at least somewhat. You know, you, you've been banging the drum for a while about, uh, you know, the economic impact, uh, you know, that, that these businesses are feeling and some are closing and, uh, but I think we have reached a point where we're, we're starting to see a, a drop in, in the infection rates, I guess, uh, as you mentioned. And, um, you know, you're getting to the point where people are just going to start ignoring it. Um, you know, I know that in Pennsylvania, uh, there's a, over in Blair County, there was a uh, there's a, a salon owner who just said, I'm opening and he's opened and they're taking the temperature of folks with those little ear thermometers and yeah. uh, and you know wiping down everything and everybody wears a mask so everybody's being as safe as they can so these people can can maintain their businesses um and i think uh, you know i think that's what's got to start happening over in new jersey as well yeah it doesn't seem like the elites uh who run, who think they run things and actually do they're very powerful uh don't trust us uh proles to social distance on our own. I think they're, they're really worried about that. Uh, not worried. I, I think they're enjoying their power, you know, uh, and Phil, you know, it seems to me that there has been, you know, there's something in, in the military called mission creep, you know, we're going to invade Iraq and, and, uh, get Saddam out of power. And then we're going to rebuild the country. And then we're going to like teach them how to play baseball, you know, they call it mission creep. <laughs> Uh, there appears to be something similar going on in New Jersey and in, in Pennsylvania here. Uh, it's called COVID creep, I guess, you know, where we all know, all of us, even school children can say why we did everything. And that was to flatten the curve. Remember that? So our uh, healthcare system would not be overwhelmed by thousands and thousands of people taking up beds, right? That was the mission. And now, uh, you know, with Governor Murphy in New Jersey extending in another 30 days, the mission creep is um, he just hasn't, you know, even as the cases decline, the deaths have, have popped up and he just doesn't feel comfortable letting people out of their houses. So, so how do you, do you given what you just, given what you just said, how do you explain the, the recent Monmouth poll that 64% of New Jersey res- residents support 
his lockdown. How do you explain the polls that said Hillary had a uh, Well, of course. You know, polls are funny. Now, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, look, you, you had those polls may change if they're yeah. true it, it, to begin with, because yesterday, I don't know if you saw on social media, there was a video clip from Jersey City of white cops who are not social distancing and not wearing masks, beating up a black guy with a baton because he was not social distancing or wearing a mask. Now that sort of stuff isn't going to stand. You know, I don't know what Phil Murphy, I mean, he has sternly warned the people, the 9 million people in his state that they must obey. And these yeah. guys were out. I think there was something else going on. There was like a fight or something. There was a crowd of a hundred and the cops were called in to break it up. But, right. But this was basically because this guy would not obey the cops order to social distance. And, you know, you have the case down in Texas, in Dallas, where uh, this week where the, the salon owner opened up social distancing, uh, going by all the CDC guidelines. And that judge in Dallas basically threw her in jail for seven days because she would not grovel before him. Not not because she was doing yeah, any crazy violation. Yeah. So it's crazy. I, I'm, I'm sure you could go across the country, Phil, and see these kinds of cases yeah. uh, popping up. And eventually they're going to come to Bucks and Burlington and Monco. Uh, yeah. And it's 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 just well, um, it, you know, they're out of control. We got to we got to rein these guys in. Well, you have some groups, uh, you know, taking this to the courts. Uh, you know, there's a uh, there was a uh, a pastor who uh, who has sued um, the uh, the 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 governor, um, saying that it's unconstitutional for him to restrict you know their livelihood. Um, but others say that you know the state constitution allows him in in extreme cases, and I would say that a pandemic's an extreme case. But you know, our getting back to our original point we need to do something to get these people back to work. Uh, you know, the, the salon example that I mentioned is, is a pretty good example. Um, yeah. You know, wear the masks, wipe down everything, take their temperature as they're coming in. Um, yeah. I mean, we're, we're allowed to go to the supermarket. I wear a mask. I, I take my Lysol wipes. I wipe down the cart. I wipe down the, the what, before I'm going to put my debit card in to pay, I wipe it. I mean, I'm as careful as I can be. Um, and I know that in a lot of businesses, people can be equally careful. Um, yeah, you know, I, I asked, yeah, I'm not for opening the doors and saying, okay, everybody back to normal. Yeah, but I think we not, need. Yeah. I need. I think we need to begin some kind of a process. Uh, right, and uh, you know, there's a, a meme on on social media now. If masks work, why can't we get back to work? Right. Right. I mean, yeah. you're telling us masks work, so why can't we go? Yeah, why can't we go? And I've seen that. Yeah. You know, and everybody's going to do it. You know, not everybody. I think that what they found in Texas is that people uh, are reluctant to go back to restaurants and everything because, you know, they're living in this kind of uh, virtual dystopia. You know, we don't have a real dystopia. You know, you look out the windows, it's the same old world. But in our minds, we've been convinced that we're we're in a dystopian world. You yeah. know, um in Bucks County, we're trying to get back to normal, and I think we have to really uh, praise the county commissioners uh, for seeking relief, um, along with Delaware County, uh, from the Wolf administration in Harrisburg to separate out. You know, it's an interesting 
argument, Phil, that the, the, of the 92 cases, I think yesterday we had 92 new cases, 85 of them were in nursing homes. Right. And that has been the trend pretty much from the beginning. Seven cases, seven newest cases came from the general population. And Diane Marseglia and the, and the other two commissioners are saying, look, you know, Governor, we, we, Dr. Levine, the, the, the health secretary, we, we need some relief here. We need to get back to business and, and we, we, we can do it safely. Uh, can you separate out the uh, nursing home deaths and cases from the general population, which are nil? Right. And the Wolf administration said um, uh, no. And here's the it, and it, listen. This is what uh, it, it's a state. This is this is from a, a press report. State health officials in Pennsylvania said these populations, that is the nursing home populations, are naturally intertwined and unable to be separated from the general population for purposes of determining red, yellow, green. You know that that three step plan. We get back sure. to normal that that the, the governor has unveiled. Governor Tom Wolf said Tuesday he would quote take into account end quote how much community spread that's very little in Bucks County is occurring outside nursing homes and other congregate care facilities and balance that with uh, with the uh, statewide reopening uh, criteria. So again, we have this COVID creep, you know, this mission creep. You know, we were told we were doing all of this and sacrificing our paychecks and maybe our livelihoods and taking a, a hit uh, on our businesses if we're small business owners to flatten the curve. Now that the curve has, has flattened, they're changing uh, the criteria. And if you tease out, the uh, the numbers, you know, when we would get to green, it's somewhere in October, which puts us in flu season, second wave. I mean, does this mean we're going to be locked down through a, a year or more? I, I I can't believe that people would would tolerate that. Do well, you feel? Do you? I I I agree. People aren't going to tolerate that. But like, let's not let's not kid ourselves. Um, you know, these restrictions are being held in place and extended by. By you know some governors across the country, they don't want they don't want blood on their hands, JD. I mean, if they if they start to loosen these restrictions and you know the death tolls mount and the infection rates continue to, to rise, uh, you know people are going to immediately point fingers you know at the state capitol and right. these guys don't want that, especially guys who are up for re-election. Of course. Of course, not allowing people to maintain their businesses is going to affect them as well. So they're saying they may be caught in the middle in that regard. Well, you say blood on their hands. I really don't think they care about that because a lot of these progressive governors, you know, I'm a pro-life guy. You know, they don't have anything to say about that human life that they don't wish to protect. But they 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 go on and on about how we must protect. Even if we save one life, you know, Governor Cuomo says in New York, the same guy who has the most permissive abortion laws and cheered it on, you know, up to the due date. So, you know, I think there's a, a little there's a disconnect between what human life is worthy of life and what human life is unworthy of life with these guys. And which is why, you know, when you have that, that inconsistency, it comes down to me, you know, just using common sense about power and they're enjoying exercising this power over this public health and safety is kind of the, the, uh, the mask they wear, but really they're enjoying this. I think I, I, you know, I think they, this, 
you know, crises, as I've said before on these live streams, they, they reveal people for who they are, you know, and they reveal the tyrants, the mayors, the governors, the, you know, the, the, the county level politicians. And, you know, do they trust us? Do they really think the power that they have is comes from us and we loan it to them on our behalf? Uh, I think that, you know, Phil, at some point, uh, and I reached this a few weeks ago, this conclusion that it's really not about coronavirus anymore. It really is about politics and Donald Trump and Joe Biden. You know, in Bucks County, you, you really need Bucks County to win Pennsylvania. That's that's the bellwether district, the first district here. And if you can deliberately inflict as much pain on the people of the first district as you can for the next several months, cost them their job, cost them uh, their business, you know, cost them time with their families, uh, refuse, you know, to ban funerals and, and, and family gatherings and mornings and picnics and Memorial Day and Fourth of July. If you can inflict that kind of pain for months and then blame Donald Trump for it, you win the first district. I think that might be the uh, the the, the uh, scheme behind this. Uh, I'm, I'm probably right about that, you know, because look, here here is what uh, Governor Wolf said just yesterday about you know, why uh, Bucks County uh, can't get, Bucks and Delaware counties can't get relief. He said, quote, we are trying to make this reopening process as measured, reasonable, and logical as we can. But there will always be a measure of subjectivity in it, he said, if we don't take into account that there may be a higher density of long care nursing facilities or congregate care areas like prisons in an area then we're not being realistic. You know, Doylestown comes up, I think, on the top for coronavirus cases. And that's because of a couple of things. We have the almshouse, the, 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 the county nursing home, and we also have the county prison. So there you go, Phil. You take those out of it, Doylestown is healthy pretty much as it was back in January or February. You know, we have a few live comments, J.D., uh... You know, Ali Diebler is saying, uh, you know, small businesses are doomed. How will y'all help us? Um, Deborah Platt says, people aren't practicing social distancing at all in many parts of, of our towns and parks. The numbers are still going up in Bucks County. Um, until the numbers drop dramatically, it will not be safe. Masks need to be worn. Um, you know, unless you're okay with a rapid spike of cases and deaths, they can't open so quickly. So. Um, you know, there are people who, on the one hand, want those businesses to open. On the other hand, there are people saying we have to be smart about how we start to initiate uh, the reopening of these businesses or, or, or the numbers may continue to rise. Look, you know, to, to, that, to the last woman, Deborah, uh, mm -hmm. who commented, you know, I've had this discussion with, with friends, you know, on social media uh, who want these restrictions, these lockdowns, the masks in place indefinitely. And that's just not realistic. For well, about, no. people you know, aren't going to do it. People aren't going to do it. And uh, it's just it, it, like a, the column I wrote a couple of weeks ago, it just needs a spark. It's all the kindling is laid, just needs a spark. Deborah may not realize that. But I will say this. If people like Deborah uh, want to isolate, self-isolate because they are frightened, 
that they might get it or if they get it, they don't show symptoms, but they give it to someone older and that really poses a threat to them. I'm fine with that. Shelter in place. I don't think people's unemployment either should be taken away from them. I'd say give them three to six months of, of unemployment because in three to six months, this thing should be over. You know, the numbers, the, the, the curve is flat. If you want to self-isolate for the next three to six months or the next two years until you feel it's safe for you to emerge and resume your life, fine. But I don't think you have a, any authority or any right to tell me or anyone else who wants to get back to work full time uh, how to live our lives. I think that's the divide. Phil, what do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the last comment here before we switch gears. It's from a Mark Arsenich. I got my tinfoil hat on. I'm ready, guys. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I was preoccupied uh, well, this, with that with that comment. Well, um, you know, I don't know. It's kind of cryptic. I mean, you know, but look, uh, what we're saying here is reasonable. Uh, you know, yeah, we just can't stay locked. We can't stay locked down forever. But I don't think we, we can, can swing the doors open on you know a Tuesday at two o'clock and say, okay, you know, everybody, we're back to business. There, there's got to be a strategy. Um, Listen, I, I think you're right. And, and uh, one, they have to there has to be some assurance that when, you know, businesses reopen, that nobody can sue a small business, a hair salon, a nail salon, um, you know, for might have to sign COVID. a waiver before you get your crew cut. Maybe, you know, <laughs> I mean, whatever it is, I think that that uh, we pro in the proletariat uh, <laughs> certainly can handle that ourselves. You know, we went to college. We're smart. So, uh, you know, they, they should really uh, be able to determine on their own. Look, you know, you go to the supermarkets, you go to Giant or you go to Redner's, wherever you shop. I mean, the social distancing is in line. I've heard people complain that people aren't social distancing. I was in Walmart the other day uh, with a friend of mine. And, uh, you know, the, the people are, are being very careful. They're wearing masks. They're doing uh, what they want. I wear a mask not because I want to but because I know there are people out there who are afraid of catching COVID-19. And, um, you know, so I'll wear it just to, as a comfort for them, but I'm not afraid of this thing. I never have been, you know, so, uh, you know. I, what I've done is from the beginning, I've, I've just followed the protocols. You know, I'm not crazy about it, but, you know, we bought a bunch of masks from uh, one of my son's high school classmates who was making them to raise some money. I wear my mask. I take my wipes with me. I wipe down the cart. I wipe down the keyboard when I'm going to pay. You know, I wipe down my phone. I, I, I'm doing, you know, is it a bit of an inconvenience? I'd rather not get sick. Yeah, I mean, nobody I'd rather wants not get to, sick. Yeah, uh, nobody wants to get sick. But, you nope. know, I think it's, you know, what do they say? My body, my choice. Yeah. You know, so, uh, listen, it's my life. It's my choice. If you want to <clears> isolate, fine. But don't force me to isolate with you. If I want to take that risk, you know, of, of going out into the world, and I have. I mean, both of us have. But you know, I've been. I went to the to the uh, anti lockdown rally out in Harrisburg a couple weeks ago. Uh, that that that's two weeks ago. So it, you know, very few people were wearing masks. Uh, you know, the guys carrying the AR-15s in the open kind of scary. You know. But how many? Shake, I want you know, know what just reminded me. I wonder how many of the eight thousand that were at the Trump rally in Wildwood when we were there got sick, right? That was well into no. It was well into January. 
It was. It was, was it January 25th, Jan I think? 28th, we 27th. Um, we were both. I mean, uh, pen, everybody pinned in, shoulder to shoulder, nobody right. wearing masks, not at that point. Right. And, and uh, it would be uh, interesting. I, you know, I don't, right. we really can't find that out, but that would be really interesting because we were almost into February. Yeah. And that's, that's about when, uh, that's about yeah. when I came down with what my family doctor thinks was a coronavirus because I had the same symptoms that a few of his patients who had corona tested positive had, you know? Right. So, uh, and you remember that, that cough that lasted for weeks, you know, just it, whether it yes. was or wasn't, I don't know, but if anybody should have it, uh, I should, we should, you know? Sure. So, but listen, the bottom line is let me take the risk. If I want to take the risk, you guys out there who want everybody to self-isolate because you're frightened living in, in some sort of, you know, dystopia, you know, you got to ease up on us, you know, let people live their lives. You live your life. I'll live mine. If you want to stay inside all summer, I'm fine with that. No judgments. Okay. <laughs> I understand the scare. I understand there are people who are germaphobes and stuff like that. When you, you know, go to the beach, you stay on your blanket and I'll stay yeah. on my blanket. Dude, you know what? I, I got to tell you, man, <laughs> we, we had, we had a, our, our rental in, in Cape May canceled because yeah. the, the, the owner did not want people from Pennsylvania who might be carrying coronavirus in his place, you know? And it's just as well because, you know, Cape May is talking about that. You know, it's yeah. ridiculous. Wearing masks on the beach. Why do you go to the beach to get that, 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 that salt air, right? And sunshine. Yeah. You don't want a mask. And then they're like going to time people on the beach. You only get two hours. And can you imagine the cops going up and they want to see your, your time, your papers? Let me see your papers. <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. Who would want to go to the beach under those circumstances? It's, Not me. It's, it's stupid, you know? So speaking of stupid, Phil, over in eastern, over in Montgomery County. Right in my backyard. Yeah, there's a, there's a controversy about a Memorial Day flags. <clears throat> and Montgomery County uh, commissioners have decided not to release about 4,500 American flags it has already purchased uh, for annually placing on uh, gravestones throughout the county uh, on veterans' veterans' graves. Um, so each year leading up to Memorial Day, members of the Concha Hawk and VFW Post 1074 and other community groups uh, and uh, individuals place about 5,000 flags on the graves of, of fallen soldiers and, and veterans. Uh, but... Uh, the brilliant uh, county commissioner, Dr. Valerie Arcouche, uh, or Val Arcouche, uh, stated that the county plans uh, to release the flags not on Memorial Day, but July 4th, because she believes the flags cannot be placed safely at this time due to the pandemic. I've never heard of anything more ridiculous. It's crazy. It is. It's nuts. It's crazy. Now that, that don't, is don't tell me, don't tell me that you cannot strategize and say, look, we have all these flags. We're going to go out into, you know, uh, John Mullane Memorial Park, right? And we're going to spread it out and we're going to deliver the mat. We're going to deliver the flags and all these organizations that get want the flags can come at certain times, get the flags, come in masks, deliver the flags to the cemeteries. I, I really don't understand the, the reasoning behind it. I, I it's power. It's not. It's not and as though no, they were going to have people come into a come into a an American Legion hall. All these people are going to come in at the same time and without masks, without gloves, without. I, I don't. I don't quite know 
what they were thinking. Phil, don't you just think this is another example of power mongering? I mean, Valar. Yeah, but how do you how did how does it serve them though? Not like not it. allowing not allowing the placing of American flags on veterans' graves on Memorial Day. How does that power rush benefit them? It, it, it's the same dynamic of the schoolyard bully. The bully enjoys picking on people who can't fight back or don't want to fight back or are too afraid to fight back. That's the thrill. I mean, it's no different I, you know, when you're 10 years old on the playground and when you're a 60-year-old you know, medical doctor uh, <clears throat> who, who went into politics. Yeah. You know, uh, and Val Arkush is that person, and now she's denying it's Memorial Day. She wants to do it July 4th. That's the consolation prize. How do we know sure. the, and, yeah, the and administration will release us from our house arrest by then? You know, I'm I'm with you. I just don't I don't get it. But now you know we've got the uh, the Republican commissioner Joe Gale, who obviously opposes this crazy decision. Uh, yeah. uh, they're trying to buy flags. Um, you know, they've got a 20, they got a $2,500 donation and they're looking for more, I guess the flags run about a dollar a piece. So yeah, they're, the flags, they're, they're going to try to get a buck a piece. And yeah. we, we have something that if people are watching this, there it is. Um, if you want to donate to help, uh, the VFW and Conchi, uh, buy these little flags to place on the, the graves of, of our veterans, uh, you can send your donations through. This is all online. Venmo at uh, and dash vfw or PayPal at waltharthartnet4 at gmail.com. I think Walt Hartnett is the commander of, uh, of the VFW that does this. Or uh, Cash App, that's at uh, a dollar sign uh, Walt Hartnett, two T's on that. So, yeah, it's um, it, 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 if you can, send a few bucks their way. There you go, Phil. I'm ready. God bless you. God bless I'll you donate America. this flag right now. Yeah, I want to get back to real America, not the progressive America that's being, you know, imposed on us. Yeah. You know, I don't know what's happened. They're just enjoying this this power rush, and and you know, I worry that now that they've done it first, they're they're testing us. They're pushing the envelope to see how far we can go. When Wolf comes out and extends the lockdown for us another thirty days, because him and Murphy seem to be neck and neck, you know, in, in doing pretty much identical moves in keeping us locked down. You know, we need to be freed. You know, we need to get back. It's not selfish to want to make a living to feed your family. Sorry. Anybody listening is think we all should lock down. You cannot replace a $32 trillion economy with government and welfare and, and handouts. You can't do it. And food banks. You know, by the way, the food banks are running dry. Why? Because working people in lower Bucks County, all over Bucks County, are running out of money and can't afford food. We're seeing it. We're seeing people show up where they give out food for the homeless. You got middle class people showing up for that same food. They got no money. They're out of cash. So what's, so what's the bottom line here? The people who oppose this restrictive, uh, you know, these restrictions that these governors have imposed, they have one thing they can do is go to the ballot box next time these people are up, right? They I have think, yeah. ultimately, they have the power. Yeah, uh, th 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 that's great. Our, our former colleague, Patricia Wanley, you know, great right. reporter, now uh, hosts WBCB uh, talk show every noon. Right. Uh, you know, she, she posted on that. She said, don't think you've run out of power. I mean, elections are. That's the power. power. 
That's the, the power. Yeah. And even though uh, guys like uh, Tom Wolf, I'm not sure about Murphy. Is he in his first or second term? I think his first uh, term. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, Murphy uh, or Wolf is is done. He can do whatever he wants, which is why he's doing it. He doesn't have to answer to the voters, but his party does. And it's interesting to see that the Democrat delegation here in Bucks County, uh, members of it anyway, have joined the county commissioners wanting small businesses to get back. Tina Davis down there in Bristol Township, the heart, you know, the beating heart of Levittown. You know, Tina's a great uh, state rep, and yep. she's on the right side of this, wanting to reopen. She doesn't want people to go back, you know, throw off their masks, go back the way it was in January. Of course. It's social distancing. We can do that. We're grown-ups. We're adults. And like I said, we went to college, so we're smart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, we, we, we really should allow people and trust people to do it. Phil, that's all for today on the big podcast. Um, we'll be back next Monday, uh, around 11 a.m., depending on technical issues. Uh, so you can download this podcast at Apple or Spotify and read all our great award-winning content uh, on the coronavirus crisis and other local news at couriertimes.com, theintel.com, two L's in the Intel, and at the great Burlington County Times, that little dynamo of a paper. What a great paper that is. The, Terrific. The page views... I mean, they are, they, that paper is the little, the little engine it could. My gosh, terrific. Anyway, uh, I'm J.D. Mullen, columnist for the Bucks County Courier Times. And I'm Phil John Ficaro, a patriot and columnist for the intelligence. I salute you, Phil. <laughs> See you Until again. next Monday. Take care. Adios.